Welcome back to So Dramatic. Did you miss me? Welcome to season two of So Dramatic, baby. Welcome back after a two-week break, if you could even call it that, let's be honest, because boy, oh boy, did a lot of shit go down during those two weeks. If you know, you know. And by if, I mean if you're following on my new Instagram account. More on that in a minute. This intro is going to be a little bit longer than usual today, but don't skip ahead because there is a lot we need to discuss. We need a little debrief, a little one-on-one time before we get into today's episode because we have some things that we need to address and a few important announcements to make as well. Guys, I think I jinxed myself because I said in the Facebook group before the break, if anyone dares to ruin my break with unnecessary drama, I will be rioting. Cece, Narenga, and he who shall not be named. Now to rehash. We all know what happened on my last break. If you are new here, I will quickly recap. Jamie and Narenga had a feud, smack bang in the middle of my summer holiday, a feud bigger than Kanye and Taylor Swift's, and I was yanked out of holiday mode faster than Donald Trump was yanked out of the White House. You can catch up on all of that drama in episode 40, I think it was. It is very juicy. It also led them to being housemates no more. Oh, how the mighty did fall. Not to mention the last two trips I tried to take to Melbourne and Perth were both canceled due to COVID. And this break, history repeated itself tenfold. Yes, I did not get a break again. Unless you count breakdowns of which I had plenty. I did plan to go through all of the drama that happened during the break, but honestly, there was just way too much to fit into this intro. So I'm going to do a deep dive about it all on my Patreon. There is a link in the show notes to sign up for that. I'm also going to drop some scolding hot tea on there as well about something that I mentioned on Instagram last week about Brit Hockley being a diva on a boat party I was on and a comment I made about Brit slut shaming Abby Chatfield, which you were all DMing me, asking me for more details about. So make sure you sign up to that because it is a super juicy Patreon episode. I also have the Real Friends reunion with Booker, Beck, Alana and Slim Shady on there already. 1.5 hours of pure good times and savage lines. I will give more details about what's on the Patreon at the very end of the show. Now, one thing that I do have to mention here that happened during the break was my Instagram account being shut down. So yes, I have now been not only shadow banned on Instagram, I've also been completely banned. I will go into detail about that as well on Patreon, about why and how and who is to blame. But for now, I will leave it up to Amanda Mikolaf to summarize. So I think it's fairly obvious who the culprits are. It is sad and disturbing to see the levels that people are prepared to go to. So very important PSA, everyone. Make sure you are all following me on my new Instagram account, my backup account that is now turned into my main account at So Dramatic Media. 
With bachelor season about to start, it is honestly the best place to get all of your juicy goss, not to mention Farmer Wants a Wife, Beauty and the Geek, and every other drama that's unfolding in the life of So Dramatic. Also, my personal account at Megan Pastetto if you want to follow my next public breakdown. Hopefully the one I had last week was the last, but never say never. I am also currently working very hard behind the scenes with lawyers, police, and the Secret Service to get my original Instagram account back. So watch this space, say a little prayer for me, put your crystals out and manifest that we get it back. Now, there are also a million So Dramatic impersonation accounts popping up everywhere since my old account was deleted, possibly even more than when Celeb Spellcheck retired. I am flattered by this because it means that I am relevant enough to have impersonators. But there is only one official and original So Dramatic. Do not be fooled at SoDramaticMedia.com. And I was like, why are you so obsessed with me? And as Gossip Girl would say, you're nobody until you're talked about. And as I say, you're nobody until you've had your Instagram account shut down. Now onto some happy news. So Dramatic turned one yesterday. Happy birthday to us. One whole year of So Dramatic. Can you believe it? Light a candle, blow it out, make a wish. I wished for more drama than ever, just not in my personal life. And boy, oh boy, did a lot of shit go down during that one year. 12 months, 52 weeks, 365 days, <laughs> however many hours, from Amanda Mikulov's GoFundMe saga to Kiki and Renee's iconic Bachelor in Paradise reunion, our many super spreaders who were named and shamed, Abby's threesome bombshell, the Jamie Doran saga, Fraser's secret girlfriend Cheyenne, our most iconic tea spiller ever, Nadine Codsey going rogue on the entire Bachelor franchise, my favorite Bachelor villain, Rachel Arahill with zero fucks to give, Jamie Gardner, Liam Cooper, Beck Zemet, all giving explosive Married at First Sight tell-alls, and of course, Bryce's secret girlfriend and his many, many antics, plus so much more. Let's hope this year is twice as big, twice as eventful, and twice as dramatic. And guys, we are already off to a great start because I have some super exciting news that I have been dying to announce. Drum roll, please. I am doing my first ever live show at the Great Australian Podcast Festival. So the festival is happening on November 7 at the iconic Palais Theatre in Melbourne. Tickets are on sale now and selling fast. There is a link in the show notes. Do not miss out. And if you're not in Melbourne, I'm still expecting you to be there. Travel far and wide. <laughs> do whatever it takes to be there. You do not want to have FOMO because I have so much planned for this show, guys. Honestly, it is going to be amazing. And I've also got some very special guests joining me on stage who I will be announcing very soon. It will literally be social suicide for you not to attend. I will be announcing those guests very soon, but get your tickets before I do because once I announce them, they are gonna be sold out. And I do not wanna see any tears or anyone crying like a baby if you don't manage to get your hands on a ticket. Do not miss it. Don't say I didn't warn you. One more little bit of housekeeping before we get into today's show. So you guys may have noticed that it's Monday, not Friday. No, I'm not three days late with the episode. I have decided to switch things up this season. I will be dropping my normal juicy jam-packed solo episodes every Monday at 5 a.m. Mark your diaries. I will then be dropping my so exclusive interviews later on in the week. Unsure which day yet, maybe Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, maybe Thursday, maybe even Friday. 
or all of the above. As we know by now, I hate sticking to schedules, to rules, to structure. I like to keep you and the networks on your toes. So I will be bringing you the drama as soon as it happens. So it's gonna change up a little bit, just like the good old days when I didn't even have a set day of when I dropped episodes. I literally just dropped the tea whilst it was hot. I don't know, I just felt way too restricted having set days. And this way you guys get the hottest tea in town. I never want to limit myself because sky's the limit on this podcast. We are breaking through the glass ceiling, guys, girls, gays, and theys. Some weeks we might not have any interviews. Other weeks, we might have one, two, maybe even three if you're lucky. Plus, I will be dropping weekly bonus content on Patreon and making that more of a regular thing too, because I have been a bit slack there, but it is full to the brim at the moment, so make sure you sign up. Guys, there is a lot to cover today. More scandals than a season of Housewives. New semester, no detentions, top marks, so grab a spicy mug, bottle of wine, tequila, or if you're in lockdown like me, you may prefer shots. Whatever your choice of liquor is, go for gold. It is only Monday morning, but no judgment here. We're in lockdown and there are no rules about what you can do in the privacy of your own home in lockdown. Coming up today, there is a plague of maths pest. A few of our not so favorite contestants were seen out and about in the wild this week. Grab the Mortine. There is a new reality TV dating show hitting shores again soon and producers have been busy hitting up ex-reality TV testants to jump on board. Find out who has already been approached. Married at First Sight intruder Chris Jensen's charity photo shoot controversy takes another turn as questions are raised over the real motives behind the shoot. The new Bachelor cast has been leaked by So Dramatic. Plus, to find out the details of the bizarre new contract they've all been forced to sign that is going to make life much harder for them and for me. Not one but two reality TV love squares involving OG super spreader Kieran Stott and his ex-girlfriend Renee Barrett again. Plus, the Bachelor contestant joining Brooke Blurden's lineup of suitors and the surprising history they had together before the show. Also, Love Island stars Anna McAvoy and Matt Zakowski have all but confirmed their romance, as previously revealed on this show, and I have all the details. Plus, is Beauty and the Geek fake? One groom has come under fire for being an actor, and he's not the only one whose geekiness is being questioned. Plus, lots more. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You want to know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. As always, let's start with our celebrity sightings of the week. XOXO. Spotted Lockie and Irina at Matzo's Brewery in Broome. That is a tongue twister if I've ever heard one. Nothing scandalous, they looked pretty loved up. I can't believe our original super spreader is the character arc we all deserve. I have been absolutely living vicariously through their recent holiday snaps of their tour of Australia, especially right now whilst I'm stuck in my one bedroom apartment in the middle of a COVID hotspot. It's also Lockie and Irina's one year anniversary this week. So huge congrats to them for defying the odds of reality TV romances working out. They are such a beautiful couple. Also, a huge congrats to Lockie, who has officially quit his high-flying corporate job as our CEO super spreader. We love to see it. XOXO. Spotted our new bachelor, Jimmy Nicholson, at Bronte Beach on Thursday morning. With a girl, I hear you all ask? Unfortunately not. The So Dramatic Spy dished. He was with a mate having a dip after a run. He's a bit small for me. 
I love how this woman thought like she was on the bachelorette carpet or something. Not, not for me. Good to know, Sharon. When I asked this woman to confirm if they meant height or cargo, she said, short, small build. So there's still hope for him to be as tall as Lockie in the cargo hold, I guess. Hey, I'm Lockie and I've got a 12 Our next spotted is about serial pest Michael Goonan. The So Dramatic Spy wrote in, Haha, so I was sitting at a pub in Adelaide last night when I see Michael Goonan off his face, <laughs> allegedly, and hitting on these two girls, laughing face emoji. It was hilarious to watch and the two girls ended up walking away back to their friends. He was drinking with their drinks and trying to kiss them. Eyes wide open emoji face. When I was walking to the bar at one point, he walks past me and I just said a friendly, hey, how are you going? He looks at me up and down and does this kind of grunt at me, rolls his eyes and keeps going. Laughing face emoji. Very out of character for Michael. I am so surprised he didn't ask her back to his house as well for a foursome. Although, give him another five minutes, maybe there is going to be a part two to this story. XOXO. Another serial married at first sight pest who was spotted out and about this week. This one shouldn't have been out and about anywhere, considering he lives in Sydney and we're currently in the middle of lockdown during a pandemic. Actually, he shouldn't be allowed out ever. The So Dramatic Spy says, So, you'll be annoyed I didn't take a photo. (laughs) Brackets, I'm not a pap. But I saw Dean Wells blatantly not following COVID restrictions. I live in Manly and wanted to treat myself to some butter boy cookies to eat by myself on the couch as I'm a single person living alone in a Sydney lockdown. And that's the closest thing (laughs) to making love there is. Feels. Anyways, Butter Boy is in this little upstairs arcade on the Corso and next to it is some chaotic, (laughs) chaotic looking office with full view into it. There was a pool table and a whiteboard and just three men having a fun old chat, not wearing masks, not socially distancing. I was already annoyed. (laughs) After I brought my three cookies, I walked past them again and accidentally, (laughs) this story is so good and accidentally dropped my cookies as I was managing the QR code checkout. When I picked it up and (laughs) three second rule, when I picked it up and made eye contact with the person in the glass office right next to my dropped phone, it was Dean fucking Wells having a good old time not following health advice. (laughs) Just hanging out with two other guys, no masks, pool table, fun Friday night. Wow, so Dean is an actual super spreader. What do we expect, really? Dean Wells thinks he's above the law, above women, and above just about everything else, too. XOXO. But wait, the plot thickens. A third married at first sight pest was spotted out in the wild this week. Jason Angler. There seriously must be an outbreak of maths pest. Forget mice. This is the real plague we should all be worried about. This one is so savage. I couldn't not include it. The spy tale's so dramatic. I saw Jason at a Bunnings I was at in Newstead on Saturday. I heard someone near me say to the person beside him, isn't that that wanker from maths? Laughing face emoji. If it was indeed Jason, no truer words have ever been spoken. Once a wanker, always a wanker. XOXO. Now let's get into the real juice. Actually, before we do, just some super quick updates on a few important things that went down during the break. Just to get you all up to speed, since this is the only news outlet you listen, subscribe to, 
because I know that you guys are all in a loyal and loving monogamous relationship with me. Important milestones we missed over the last two weeks. Pascal Wallace from Ellie and Becky's season of The Bachelorette is expecting a baby. Congrats to Pascal and his girlfriend Jody. Maths grooms Liam Cooper and Samuel Levi recoupled and went Instagram official with their new relationship. Wow, the experiment finally worked out for someone. We love diversity on this show and finding love in the strangest, darkest of places. Jake Edwards cemented his status as an ex-reality TV star after undergoing a Dr. D teeth transformation and boy oh boy does he look good. Married at first sight couple Belinda and Patrick unfortunately have split. So no more matching crochet outfits or fitness routines on Instagram to come from them, which is devastating news for us. A little hot tip on Patrick and Belinda's split. I messaged another Married at First Sight contestant and I was saying how shocked I was by this. And they said, I'm not. She was never into him. T. Maybe he's a little bit immature or a little bit too young for her. Who knows? Our chaotic rogue bachelor contestant Nadine Codsey got married over the break again. I thought she already had her ceremony last year. We all saw the beautiful photos that she put up on Instagram, but she told me that that was just the engagement party. Despite them having a full ceremony, full photo shoot, full rings, everything. So whatever culture that is where you get two extravagant weddings, I want in on it. Sign me up. Love Island twins Josh and Luke Packham have finally been officially confirmed for the block. Lots of people were sending this in to me this week asking me if I knew about it and I was like, duh, I broke this story late last year. I covered it in an episode as well, so go back and find that if you want the full details about their upcoming appearance on the block. I cannot wait to see them. Hopefully they will be shirtless the entire time. And last but not least, Amanda Mikolaf had a colonic irrigation during the break. She posted a video called Watch Me Get a Pipe Stuck Up My Ass." Classy. About to get my very first colonic irrigation done. And so basically I'm going to get a pipe stuck up my butt to clean out whatever's going on. Now, I don't really suffer from much bloating or anything like that, but you just never know what gets stuck up there. So stay tuned and let's see. <laughs> Might enjoy it. <laughs> Now you definitely need a palate cleanser after hearing about that. So let's talk about the new reality TV dating show that is hitting our shores very soon. It is called Parties in Paradise. It will see young singletons sailing around to various party islands whilst on the look for love. It's planned to film in October, November this year and is currently in the middle of a bidding war between networks, but it will end up airing globally and will be huge. Sexy people cruising around on a yacht and falling in love. Sounds like a mix of Love Island and Below Deck. I'm in. Producers are currently busy recruiting hard for this new series. One article said that they are looking for normal people who will win the public's heart, but I've heard otherwise. Big Brother star and twin Alexandra McChrystal was approached by producers to apply for the show. I wouldn't exactly call her a non-famous person. She's been on one of the biggest shows in Australia. Now, she shared the message they sent her to her story and it read, 
Hi, Alexandra. I hope you're well, question mark. My name is Sam and I'm casting for a new reality TV series called Parties in Paradise. We are currently looking for hot singles. It's going to be filmed abroad in an exotic location and it's going to be for a global entertainment platform. Is it something that you would be interested in? Many thanks, Sam. Alexandra replied, thank you for considering me. I'd love to be on reality TV, haha, <laughs> but I'm not single. Thanks anyway. Look, as we know, being single isn't really a prerequisite for going on a dating show, is it? <laughs> Bryce, Grant Crap, Farmer Sam, Tim Hanley, Kieran Stott, and pretty much every other guy who's been on reality TV. I'm looking at you. I've also been told that Paddy Collier and Jessica Power have also been asked to apply for the show. So watch this space. Oh my God, oh my God. This week, some steamy modeling shots of Married at First Sight intruder slash hot felon. Actually, I can't say that anymore. I got in a little bit of trouble for using that term last time. Hot alleged felon Chris Jensen surfaced online. Now, these photos caused a little bit of a stir and an outraged response from his TV wife, Jamie Gardner. Let me play a snippet about what Jamie had to say about these steamy hot photos. Like, I think we need to have a discussion about idolizing someone who has clearly done the wrong thing. Stop idolizing men who are aggressive, men who have a history, and you know, in his case of serious drug trafficking. I'm not going out there taking, you know, nude shots for charity. I'm sure that this charity business, you know, I would love to see him do a charity that doesn't involve taking his clothes off or that, you know, doesn't isn't something that he can promote through his platform because, you know, there's lots of charities out there that you can do that you don't have to post on social media to try and get clout. So no, I'm not trying to market myself. I have a real job, I have a real life and I'm pretty happy with it. How do you think your children are going to feel when they see you on social media with all of these, you know, pictures with, sorry, a boner? Like, I'm sure that this is, um, you know, going to be really embarrassing for them. I'm embarrassed for you. I'm embarrassed myself that I'm associated with this. It's shocking. But it's for charity, right? So it's going to get the clicks. And in terms of, you know, I guess trying to disguise a wolf in sheep's clothing, or in this case, an alleged criminal behind a charitable cause, just for clicks, you know, because it's going to get the women talking about the hot guy. Like, where is your moral compass? I was then alerted to a post shared in a mother's group on Facebook called Inner West Mums. Now, this person had posted a gallery of professional photos of Chris cuddling up to another woman and the caption read, Looking for a photographer? Check out some of my latest stuff. Yes, that's Chris from Maths. $200 credit to anyone who books in the next few days for any time this year. Interesting. Now, this person then made another post. Less than an hour later, it read, Does anyone have links to Men's Health or TV Week or any big mags in Australia? I shot a celeb and they want me to sell images on their behalf and they have a huge story to sell too. Any leads would be great. Thanks. So it looks like Chris is trying to drum up some extra publicity. Good for him. Someone then commented on this post and they asked, is it regarding the married at first sight guy you just shot? I personally know the editor for nine and I know that they have contracts so they won't buy stories. Maybe reach out to a management agency and let them do the work. 
The photographer replied, I'll tell him. I think because he was on the show not long, he's got no manager or anything. The woman replied, he will have to source his own management team post maps. Sydney agencies should pick him up. They are the best place to go because he needs to be mindful of his contract clauses if he has a story about the show. Good luck. Then the photographer said, thanks. It's all about his personal life, not so much about the show. They just told me to help find leads. But I will tell him to ask Channel 9. They should be able to help. He was loved on the show, so it'll be easy. Hmm. Unsure if these people know how this type of thing works. But Channel 9 is definitely not helping anyone get publicity after the show. Unless you're Jules and Cam. Also, they must have missed Jamie Gardner's tell-all interview with So Dramatic, episodes 67 and 68, just if you need a little refresher on the claims she made about him. So the question remains, is Chris really doing the photo shoot for charity, as he claimed, or is it just to boost his profile and extend his 15 minutes of fame? Oh my God, oh my God. The Bachelor is returning this week with Jimmy Nicholson. Two days until all hell breaks loose and Rose's only stocks go up. I was going to leak the new Bachelor cast this episode, but it's kind of boring when I read out bios. So go to my new Instagram at So Dramatic Media for a sneak preview of all of the women who will be vying for Jimmy's heart. In other words, get your stalking on and report back to me with all the tea ASAP. But what I will say is that there are a lot of contestants this season who have been recruited from the reality TV pyramid scheme. They all seem to have connections to other reality TV stars in some way or another. But hey, what's new? There are also lots of professional and very successful women on the show who are like lawyers, doctors, own their own businesses. So lots of strong, independent, successful women, which we love to see. Hopefully they also like drama and a few too many cocktails for our sake. Oh my God, oh my God. Now, if you had already started stalking the new contestants, you might've noticed that the new Batchy contestants bios look a little different this year. In all of their bios, it reads, this account is currently managed by a third party on behalf of name of contestant from 7 July 2021 participant on hashtag the bachelor au season nine with a little rose now I can reveal that this is because channel 10 have gone to extreme lengths to gag the girls this season I honestly think that <laughs> Nadine Codsey going rogue on this podcast last season ruined it for everyone in fact, my sources tell me that the girls have been explicitly instructed not to talk to So Dramatic. They are making things really, really hard for me this season. Channel 10, if you're listening, don't worry. Where there's a will, there's a way. And where there's a batchy girl looking to extend her 15 minutes of fame, there is a podcast host willing to give her the floor. And batchy girls, if you're listening, don't listen to those crack smoking producers. Slide into my DMs. They never have to know. Although hopefully this means that it's going to be a super, super spicy season. Fingers crossed. Anyway, they have tightened the reins big time this season. The girls have pretty much been locked up in a dungeon and they've thrown away the key. A production insider explains to So Dramatic, the girls arrived at the mansion and they were asked to sign an amendment to their initial contract. The additional contract asked them to hand over all of their social media passwords to Warner Brothers and Channel 10 during the entire duration of the show, and their accounts will be run by the social media team. 
The amendment also said not to talk to media or a certain podcaster in particular. Lol. And said it was to prevent trolling. The oldest trick in the book. Fools. The well-being of contestants is our main priority. Bullshit. Personally, I think the networks are just worried about being liable and facing a lawsuit if anyone decides to sue them for damages. And I think Jamie Doran might be to blame for that. They're just dotting their I's and crossing their T's, at least on paper anyway. Let me read you an excerpt from this so-called contract. They are calling it a social media freeze period. Posts will be made on your behalf on the Insta profile you use. You are permitted to write captions and choose images that will be approved by the social media team. Comments will be turned off on all posts. Settings will be changed on DMs so you can only receive DMs from people you follow. Verification will be applied for on your behalf. Blue ticks galore. You get a blue tick. You get a blue tick. Everyone gets a blue tick. Well, that's one positive thing to come out of this, isn't it? It goes on. You will be locked out of your social media accounts for two and a half months. So 10 weeks in total. Wow, that's a big ask. Why would anyone agree to this? I hear you all ask. I will tell you why. Channel 10 offered them a whopping $5,000 to sign this additional contract amendment. The contract states you will get a performance bonus, a one-off amount on an exceptional basis. Producers slash the network agrees to pay you a fixed amount of $5,000 subject to you not being in breach of this agreement in any way whatsoever. Now, I know I said that this was an optional contract. However, I use the word optional in inverted commas because the girls were pretty much forced to sign this. Otherwise, they would not have been given any of their official photos to use. And we all know that that is one of the only reasons contestants sign up for this godforsaken show. They do it for the gram. Honestly, what is the point of going on The Bachelor if you can't flex it on the gram? What is the point of doing anything if you can't flex it on the gram? So that, my friends, is what we call the ultimate punishment. Someone call 911. This is blackmail. Unfortunately, my source confirmed that all of the girls have already signed on the dotted line. And my initial thought was, damn, they should have just all boycotted this. Make a pack that nobody signs this stupid contract. We're all in this together because no one would know if they ever did speak to the media because a good journalist never reveals their sources. Just saying. So if I was them, and this isn't me giving any advice at all, just theoretically speaking, I wouldn't let a little bit of legal jargon scare me from maximizing the opportunity and getting as much publicity as I can whilst the show's on. But that's just me. Maybe I'm just another thirsty camel. Oh my God, oh my God. Now for some goss on our current bachelorette, Brooke Blurton. We've all been wondering slash asking if producers might throw an ex-batchy contestant into the mix for good measure. And they have. Hallelujah. One Bachelor contestant slid into my DMs just as I had my break and said that one of Brooke's former co-stars from Nick Cummins' season of The Bachelor in 2018 was going to be appearing on her season. Drum roll, please. The contestant is Jamie Lee Days. Now, since then, Jamie has actually been papped on set with Brooke, so confirmation. But that's not all. This contestant dish to so dramatic, 
Jamie and Brooke fucked on Honey Badger's season. They had chemistry in the mansion and they were definitely more than friends. However, another contestant claims otherwise. They said, haha, no, they didn't hook up in the mansion, but they were definitely attracted to each other and they had a close friendship after the show. Now, I did a little bit of research and there were multiple claims from other girls in the house at the time about this so-called hookup. However, Brooke and Jamie both denied at the time that anything had gone on. My first source had even more tea about this. They said, Jamie actually told some of us that she wanted to get on Brooke's season because she had just broken up with her girlfriend. I reckon they threw her in for a surprise. Now, if you don't remember Jamie, she was the intruder who arrived during the soccer match with Deanna Salvameni, who has actually been a guest on this show, one of Lockie Gilbert's ex-lovers who came forward last season to spill the tea. We love Deanna. We have officially come full circle. Jamie damaged her Achilles heel in the very first minutes of that soccer game, and she spent the rest of her time on the show in crutches. Let's just hope her arrival was much smoother this time around. Oh my God, oh my God. Speaking of The Bachelorette, when Brooke was announced as our new Batchy, I revealed that Renee Barrett had also been in the running and she was never told that she hadn't got the gig, even after Brooke was announced. I also explained that Renee had actually found a new boyfriend anyway. She's now dating a guy named Jake. Now, when this story broke, all hell broke loose as usual. Renee denied this at the time, and not only that, she went on a furious rant on Instagram, slamming me as a fake news site. What's new? Been there, heard that. Now, everyone interpreted this as her calling the story fake news, but the only element she was actually calling fake was the boyfriend part. That is what her friend said anyway. And she did that because Jake blew up at her and blamed her for leaking their relationship to the media. For the record, it was not Renee who told me about that. Jake, if you're listening. Now, Jake was angry that their relationship had leaked and gone public because he was also dating other people at the time. And then all of his side chicks found out what he'd been up to. Seriously, I am not making this shit up. (laughs) Seems like Renee's got a type, right? But that is not it. Stay seated for this bombshell. Turns out this guy, Jake, also used to date Big Brother star and runner-up Sophie Budak. So after breaking up with Chad, who she met on the show, Sophie started dating this guy called Jake. Now, I actually found out about this when Big Brother was airing before this podcast existed, so almost one year ago to the day, and I happened to find photos of them together from the time on my computer the other day, hashtag stalker vibes, now, I then realized that it was the same guy Renee was now dating. Go and check out at So Dramatic Media on Instagram if you want to see these pics. Now, the weird thing is, Kieran Stott, Renee's ex, also used to date Sophie before he dated Renee. So we have another reality TV love square. Another connection to add to our incest web of reality TV romances. I don't even think that that would fit on paper at this point. Oh my God, oh my God. In episode 84, I revealed that Love Island stars Anna McAvoy and Matt Sikowski seem to have recoupled, despite Anna being besties with Matt's ex-girlfriend, Kira Maguire, and Matt being besties with Anna's ex-boyfriend, Josh Packham. Yes, another reality TV love square as the reality TV pyramid scheme expands to new heights yet again. Two So Dramatic spies spotted Matt and Anna out together on two separate occasions, looking very cozy and definitely more than friends. 
Another person noted that they were seen leaving comments on each other's pages saying, where's your head at? Now, this week they did announce a new joint podcast venture called Where's Your Head At? So that explains that part of the mystery. I did say when I did this story originally, only time and an official Instagram post will tell. And that is pretty much what happened this week. Well, it wasn't an official Instagram post, but Anna did share a picture of herself cuddling up to the arm of a mystery man after seeing Frozen the musical. Not so cryptically... Matt also posted a photo of himself at Frozen the Musical wearing the same outfit that was pictured in Anna's video. They then posed for photos together on the media wall. So I guess there's our confirmation for my fake news, guys. I will add them to the ancestral reality TV dating web and also to Kira Maguire's hit list. My man has been taken. Like, do you even know? I am. You don't mess with me. You should know better. Oh my God. Oh my God. Another little juicy tidbit. I spoke to Jessica Power this week and she told So Dramatic that she is not appearing on the Celebrity Big Brother series despite the rumors going around at the moment. So I just wanted to clear that up. That is from Jess herself. That is from the horse's mouth. I was very disappointed to hear that she said she wasn't doing the show because I would love to see Jess in the house. And Caitlyn Jenner is reportedly going in. So Jess and Caitlyn would have been an interesting dynamic. Actually, Jess and anyone or Caitlin and anyone would be an interesting dynamic. So sad that Jess isn't going in, but hopefully we see her on our screens very soon on another show. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, before we get into our main story of today's show, I have one blind item. I am not going to name them for legal reasons and moral reasons. But I have been told that one former Married at First Sight villain is reportedly pregnant. And no, it is not Bryce, a different maths villain. There must be something in the water. Watch this space. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Megapus back on the case again this week, exposing some damning evidence that So Dramatic has dug up about Beauty and the Geek. I am loving how wholesome this show is, but I'm just waiting for someone to like throw a wine, cheat on their partner whilst they're sitting across from them or call someone fat, gonzo, damaged goods, or say that they're not good enough because they have green eyes and not blue. And as wholesome as it is, it seems like we haven't completely washed away the sins of maths. Turns out there was still a little bit of dirt left behind, a little residue. We all secretly love this, let's not lie. This week, So Dramatic dug up some damning evidence that raised questions that our geeky Dungeons and Dragons geek George Goldfeder might not be as geeky as we were initially led to believe. George has an IMDb profile and is already well-versed in the entertainment industry with an extensive acting past dating all the way back to 2016. He starred in a film called Consequence, where he's seen kissing another guy in a number of raunchy scenes. In another scene, he's shirtless, showing off his body, and honestly, if that's the body a geek has... I need to be a little bit geekier. I can't believe I've been wasting my time looking for guys at seedy nightclubs when guys with George's arms are just hanging out in their room playing World of Warcraft. George also starred in another movie called Thrasher, also in 2016. And when he was promoting the movie in a post on Facebook, he wrote, Instead of me playing the usual goofy characters I had been playing, 
I was able to get into some of the darker sides of my acting. So basically, he's given himself up. He admitted that he usually plays goofy characters. God, my expectations for men are already low. The bar is on the floor. But if we can't even trust the men on Beauty and the Geek, what a hope is there? Now, this is not the first time the geeks on Beauty and the Geek have come under fire for not being real. We've all seen the stories over the years. Now, let me read out some of the hot tips that I got this week relating to the theory that all of the geeks are indeed fake. One So Dramatic listener said, It's so fake. They make them grow out their hair and beards, pretend to be nervous and not know about women. Secretly behind the scenes, they're all hooking up. Juicy. Another person said, After speaking years ago with the female geek that was on the show, she explained to me that she was made to geek up and she wasn't half as nerdy as she was made out to be. She said she was also never dressed the way she did on the show and she was made to grow out her hair and brows. (laughs) My worst nightmare. I also crossed paths at Chadston Shopping Centre with one of the ex-geeks. Brackets. I forgot his name, but he wore a cape on his first episode and he looked like an average everyday guy. I have been told by a past contestant that the show is entirely acted and fabricated. They're told to grow out their beards, etc. So that tip seems to back up the one before it. A third source told So Dramatic, I dated a geek from one of the old seasons like 10 years ago. We met because he was a nightclub promoter. Now that is not exactly a job description for a geek, in my world anyway. She said he was a super smart dude, grew a beard and went on the show. All they did was shave it off. Lovely guy, but not a geek. Laughing face emoji times two. Then she showed me who it was and his name was Daniel. She said, haha, yes, we only went out twice. He was such a gem, but definitely not a geek. Like, if this doesn't scream fake, I don't know what does. But I do have some tip-offs that disagree, and they've even got some intel to back it up. Let's hear the other side of the coin. Another person said, My boyfriend went to school with Mitchell and said he was exactly the same as he is on the show. Good to know. Another person said, One of the casting people reached out to a guy I know. Seemed like she was genuinely looking for geeky guys, but who knows? She then added, Basically, this guy has been on a few quiz shows before. He's extremely intelligent and geeky, but also happily married. I think he had dealt with his casting lady in the past, and she called him up asking if he had any friends who would be suitable for Beauty and the Geek. I think he was slightly offended, lol, but thought it was funny. He wasn't able to help her out. I was so intrigued by this, like I just wanted to get to the bottom of it. So I reached out to some of the current beauties and geeks and they all did assure me that the geeks are indeed very real. But let's not forget, they are all under contract. So I guess they're obliged to say that. I just wanted to include that for the sake of journalistic integrity since the haters will come for me if I don't. Warning. Oh my god. Okay, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you drama queens today. But before you go, exciting things coming up this week that you need to mark in your diaries. The Bachelor starts on Wednesday, 7.30pm. Channel 10, if you're listening, you're welcome for the free publicity. I will get my people to send your people an invoice. Most importantly, though, don't forget to buy tickets to my live show in Melbourne on November 7. You do not want to miss that. I will be announcing my special guests very soon, but do not wait for that because the plan is to be a sellout. 
not the desperate kind, the successful kind. There is a link in the show notes for tickets. Guys, you must join the Patreon. I cannot stress this enough. I have uploaded a one and a half hour chat with Booker, Beck, Alana and Slim Shady, which is on there right now. We talk openly, freely, without a filter in sight. Plus, Slim Shady drops some iconic diss tracks. But like, it was really distressing. It was a really distressing situation. It was like a six foot something man standing in front of you. You're sitting down. Was it the size of his nose that was intimidating? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. He did swing it around aggressively Can you imagine times. that thing coming for you? Like... It was a straw that broke the camel's back. It was a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Patrick's no one letter. Saw. Patrick's letter was just like literally the straw that broke the camel's back. There was a sea of stuff Oh, going that was so funny. <laughs> Booker, you're just obsessed with this. Any hoops. Oh, that was hilarious. And because we're all in lockdown... I am going to spoil you guys today. I am also dropping another Patreon episode on there right now. Go and listen to that straight after this episode ends. It is a super, super juicy story about Bachelor contestant Britt Hockley, something that you were all asking me for more details on that I mentioned on Instagram last week when the feud was all going down. (laughs) Details about the feud also on Patreon. So you're going to want to hear about all of that. Guys, seriously join. I will have new content dropping on there weekly now sometimes even multiple times a week and it's going to be everything that I cannot put on here because either I've got way too much juicy content or it is just too hot for the public to hear it needs to be said in a safe space because I am just getting way too many legal letters as it is (laughs) I am close to having to start a GoFundMe just to cover my lawyer's fees Guys, some quick housekeeping. Please rate me five stars. As always, follow, subscribe, leave a review, send me your firstborn child. Actually, don't do that. Fuck having kids in lockdown. No offense to all the mums out there. You're doing amazing. I am just glad that it's you and not me. Please spread the word of So Dramatic, like good little Jesus Christ disciples, bringing joy to the world. It will come back around and we all know that karma is a bigger bitch than me. In all seriousness, though, I do appreciate it so much. So thank you for spreading the word of So Dramatic. In the meantime, follow me on my brand new slash old backup Instagram account until my lawyer manages to get the other one back for me. And everyone, please say a prayer to the social media gods that the impossible happens. I haven't given up yet, but in the meantime, you can find me at So Dramatic Media until I get shut down there too, taking bets for how long I can survive. Also follow us on Twitter at SoDramaticPod. Our savage queen Liv will be tweeting Bachelor and Beauty and the Geek every night that it's on on Twitter. So make sure you're following there for all of the banter and sassy commentary. Don't forget to join the cult on Facebook. That is the Facebook group. It is called So Dramatic Podcast Community with a T-E-A on the end when you search in groups. And there is a public page you can follow for daily gossip updates as well. And most importantly, guys, please keep sending me in your tips. To avoid what happened when my Instagram shut down, which was... I lost every single contact I had, every single unread message I'd received in the last three weeks. 
please send your tips to tips at sodramaticmedia.com. I will put that in the show notes as well. Or if it is urgent or if it's something that you've seen on social media, you can still slide into my DMs and send me that. But if it's a really big, juicy story or something like that, please just send me an email and I probably will get back to you faster by email, to be honest. Thank you for your charitable contribution to making this world a better place. Now, to celebrate one year of So Dramatic, I am giving you all 50% off merch at sodramaticmedia.com when you use the code BIRTHDAY. 50% off everything, so go and get yourself a brand new shirt and a mug to sip your piping hot tea from. Before we go, I just wanted to read out a lovely review that I got this week. It says, looking forward to another reality TV show starting so Megan can stop going to war with old reality TV stars just to create content for the podcast to survive. Look, I can't wait for another reality TV show to start too. Not so I can stop going to war with old reality TV stars, but so I can go to war with new reality TV stars. Game on moles. Guys, next episode is so juicy. So juicy, in fact, that I cannot even say who or what it is about. That will be dropping sometime later this week. So make sure you've subscribed to the podcast and you're following me on Instagram so you can get the tea first as soon as it drops. And on a serious note, hopefully all of this content can keep everyone who is stuck in lockdown occupied and entertained for the time being. Thinking of all my fellow Sydney siders and also now, unfortunately, Victorians who are also in lockdown, it really does seem so much harder this time around. The first time I was in lockdown, I was like, I am not ready for this to end. I wanted to keep going. I love being stuck inside. You know, guys, that I hate leaving my house, but this time around, it is really hard. So I cannot even imagine what Victorians are going through. I think it's what their fifth lockdown. I was really hoping Melbourne would get a chance to be a little bit free whilst the rest of us watched on with envy. So hoping they and us, of course, get out of it ASAP. Stay strong and stay safe, everyone. And I will see you all in hell later this week. Goodbye, good riddance and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.